Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Sex Actually podcast. It's ya boy, Dave Neal. How's everyone doing today? We are recording from the basement of Tasha's parents' house in Kentucky. And you know what that means? I've been on an all-out binge, a war against sugar. I've been eating it all. What do you got? Candy canes, peppermint bark, dark chocolate, cayenne chocolate. It doesn't matter. I've had it all. Giardelli, fucking edibles. I'm throwing it all in my gullet. I've gained a ton of weight. I've got the fat suit on. Somebody save me. Help me. No, I'm not doing too bad. It's, uh, what's the date today? Today's the um, 20 something or another. Today's the 27th. Uh, we, we recorded an episode last night. We did about an hour, so this will be just over an hour, this episode. Just giving you a quick introduction to the episode. It was good. I mean, look, there's, um, you know, there were some diamonds in there, but it was also a coal mine. You know what I mean? We were looking at each other like, we don't have much to say. We just got out of the hot tub. We were feeling good. You know, it's just, you got to do it every week's a different episode. And sometimes you pull out some good shit. And I think we did. I think we got to some good stuff. But also there's a few moments where I had nothing to say. And I'm looking into Tasha's soul and she's not saying anything. And then we're both just staring at each other for what feels like an eternity. It could have been three seconds. It could have been one second. I don't know. All I know is sometimes you're reaching in your pocket for some loose change and all you got is a lint. And that was this episode. No, but I think there's some good things on there. So if you're on a long holiday ride with uh, your significant other, go ahead, have a listen. You're going to hear another couple bitch. Maybe it'll take the pressure off you guys for once, right? Your name's Mike. You're driving. Your girlfriend's named Andrea. She's in the passenger seat criticizing every move you make. Every time you get close to that line, she's like, you're drifting. And you're like, bitch, just listen to the episode. Listen to Dave and Tasha, bitch, and give me a moment of solace. That's what we're here for. We're, uh, we're the second string quarterback for your relationship today. Just put us in, coach. We'll drain the clock. Is everyone doing okay? You guys surviving the holidays? Any major fights we need to know about? You know, we've done a good job over here at uh, Camp Dave by uh, avoiding fights altogether. There's been a few moments where, you know, we, uh, you know, by staying with Tasha's parents, we don't know whose, uh, you know, whose job it is to clear the plates or put this away or do this. So there's a few, uh, there's been a few little moments where, you know, we've, uh, we've, we've been like sort of, uh, I don't know, lazy. I don't know what the word is, but you know what I mean? You go into a different environment and it's like, I don't want to come off like a lazy asshole, but at the same time, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing here as a guest. I guess I can fold, uh, fold the blankets and, uh, pull out the couch or I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, but anyway, Trying our best here. Tomorrow, tomorrow morning, we fly to Rhode Island where Tasha's parents meet my parents. So stay tuned for that episode. I think it'll be fine. I got pretty social parents. Tasha's parents are pretty social. They're all good people. I think it'll be fine. It'll be a blast, though, because we'll be in Newport, Rhode Island, which is an amazing town. But it's going to be about 20 degrees all week. And I've already... already, uh, told people that I'm going to be doing the polar bear plunge. So say goodbye to my nuts. Polar bear plunge happens on New Year's Day. Uh, If anyone's in Rhode Island and wants to do the polar bear plunge with us, uh, let's make an event out of it. We'll have a little, we'll take a shot of Jameson. They actually tell you you shouldn't drink beforehand, but I think you're nuts if you don't. And uh, what you do is you just, you all line up at around 10 a.m., maybe noon, whatever the time is. Everyone goes to the beach and uh, you just run into the water like a maniac because the water temperature is literally below freezing, but it's salt water, so it doesn't freeze. 
and you just run until you can't feel your legs anymore. It's like the opposite Forrest Gump. <laughs> he see he's running to take his braces off. You're running into crippledom. And uh, but uh, what a way, what a what a uh, baptism it is on the new day of the new year to go out there and freeze your dick off. Because there's no better place to start than a little rebirth in the salt water of the sea, right? So if anyone's out there, am am I doing a good job selling this? I've done this. I've done the polar bear plunge maybe eight times. Uh, Most memorable was uh, I did it in Ireland uh, and I in uh, Galway, which is also the Atlantic. If you know your geography, it's um, it's obviously the northeast of the Atlantic. It's it was actually very warm in Galway the year that I did it. It was probably in the forties or fifties. It was very warm water considering. Um, and then the other time I had a blast was in Charleston, South Carolina, also warm water, but I've done it maybe four or five times in Rhode Island. And let me tell you, you can't feel your feet afterwards. You can't drive home. You can't feel the gas pedal. It's true. So I got a hot tub waiting for me. I'm going to do the plunge. I'm in the key to the plunge. You got to get as dry as you can right after. It's just, I've got some feedback here. It's just like that Bear Grylls shit, right? When he when he needs to swim in the water, you can't have much clothes on. So I wear a skimpy little bathing suit. Oh, my mom's calling me. All right, let me pause this, and I'm going to talk to my mom. Hold on one second. Uh, my mom just called me. She's getting excited for the trip. She gets to meet the old in-laws. Anyway, I lost my train of thought. What was I talking about? Oh, uh, you know what? It's just, it's a... Uh, it's, you know, it's not every year that I do the polar bear plunge, but I desperately feel that, uh, feel that need to, uh, scrub off the old me and proceed with, uh, the new, you know what I mean? What, what can, uh, what can hurt in times like this, but sharing some motivational quotes. I just Googled it. Sometimes you got to do I Googled new year motivational quotes. Success is the sum of small efforts repeating, repeated day in and day out. R. Collier. Am I pronouncing that right? R. Collier. Anyway, success is the sum of small efforts repeated day in and day out. It's true. It's true. Here's a problem. You see somebody, you know, you see somebody stand up special and you go, oh my gosh, that guy's brilliant. He has one hour of brilliant joke after brilliant joke. Well, you're not seeing the sum of all of the effort he put into it. You're just seeing the final results. So when you see some chick doing squats on Instagram, you go, oh, that chick's ass is amazing. Well, yeah, but maybe she worked really hard for it day in and day out. And that ass is the sum of small efforts. Lunges repeated over and over. Maybe that was a weird example. Point is, we too often compare each other to the final product we see on Facebook, to the final uh, accolade that we receive. And we really should compare each other to the day in and day out effort. And I want January 1st or today. I mean, like no better attempt to invest in yourself than today, but I want, I want this 2018 to really be, um, be get back to doing the work daily. And of course being a little hard on myself, uh, you know, I work, I work hard just like we all do, but let's work smart. Let's work consistent. Let's be just one step at a time and chug up that hill. Uh, 365 new days, 365 new chances. Yeah, sure. I guess that's a stupid quote. We are what we repeatedly do. Excellence, therefore, is not an act, but a habit. Aristotle. That's a similar quote. We're excellence. Let's be excellent. You know what I love is how excellent the listeners are on this podcast. I mean, you guys are amazing. Even even the new, we, we have new people all the time. Last week, I had my podcast uh, guest was Meredith. You guys remember Meredith? And she posted and, you know, a lot of her 
uh, Instagram following listened and they're just good people. And it's, it's always awesome when we find new people that vibe with us. Hera K-K-E, H-A-R-I-K-A-K-A-Y-I. I don't know how to pronounce that. Hari K-K-E. Is that Indian? What, are, what is that? She wrote, wow, just finished listening to the podcast and what a refreshing discussion this was. I'm grateful there are viewpoints out there that embrace what women want for their hearts or pussy. I say or because for too long we've been taught that they come as a package. No, absolute no. I ain't going to let anyone into my heart until I'm ready for love. But that doesn't mean my need for an intimacy should suffer. I'm so glad I've come across your Instagram. Love what I'm seeing. Uh, Winky face. Hey, hey, yeah. I mean, look, great. Yeah, I don't know. I can't speak for what women feel, but yeah, it must suck if everyone, if everyone thinks that you're supposed to be thinking just in this rom-com term. Maybe it's not rom-com at all. Maybe it's not, maybe you're not ready for rom-com. Maybe you're just ready for raunch-com. I don't know. Uh, Marquito said, awesome episode. Definitely opened my mind. Well, I don't know if we're, you know, opening minds here, but we're opening legs. Hey, folks. Uh, But anyway, I appreciate all the new people that are listening. Uh, You guys are great. You know, you guys are awesome. You make, you make this way more uh, rewarding by knowing that it's a conversation and not just a monologue here. It is a conversation. I'm list. I can feel you, you all, especially when you write in sex, actually podcast at gmail.com slide into the Instagram, do whatever you got to do. We've been posting a bunch more on the Instagram stories. So go to my Instagram, dneals, D-N-E-A-L-Z, or go to the sex, actually Instagram, sex, actually pod on Instagram. And um, unless something uh, drastically changes, you'll see me January 1st on my Instagram story going for a swim in the ocean. And guess what? It's going to hurt, but it's going to feel damn good afterwards knowing you did it. And life's about just achieving one goal after another. Um, on this episode, look, l- like I said, it's uh, there are diamonds in a mine shaft here. Uh, should I call it that diamonds in a mine shaft? I like that. That should be, um, that should be my porno. Diamonds in a mine shaft, uh, cut like a diamond, um, cut like a Jewish boy. Anyway, uh, that's weird. <laughs> so yeah, this episode, I mean, there's just moments where, you know, Tasha's like complaining that I'm, I'm telling me I'm complaining too much. And you know what? I think I did. I think I had a little bit of a negative energy, but you know, it just sucks when it's like, you know, we, we spent, we're spending days in a row in the hot tub, which by the way is amazing. And then I got to do work. So it's, you know, it, 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 it's work sometimes. It's sometimes it's, yeah, it's a conversation. It's an interview. It's a, it's a hang, but it's also, you know, we had to go, we had to go to this event afterwards called, um, what is it called? Like the city of lights or something. It's at the Cincinnati zoo. And it was literally the coldest I've been in decades. It was so cold and it was amazing. We got to see, you know, all these zoo animals, they were indoors for the most part. And it was all lit up with Christmas music and this and that. And it was great, but, um, I'm just recovering. I'm just thawing out. So I wanted to, I wanted to do a separate intro for this podcast just to say, you know what? This, this is how we're going to end 2017. Uh, there's a few moments of silence. I'm not going to edit it. I'm not going to edit anything out. You get us in a raw form. We were in, we were, we're on good terms too. It wasn't that it was just, you know, just, well, you know, you like, we're trying to do business here. We're, we're literally, I'll blame the hot tub or the edibles, even though I wasn't high, but it's, um, and I shouldn't have to, and I shouldn't apologize because this is what it is to free, uh, free, <laughs> free music for your ears. But uh, what, what I will say is this, uh, 2018, 
our, my goal, I mentioned it during the episode, is to just um, increase the numbers. And those people have r- written in and said, Dave, you should be less worried about the numbers. You should just do it for the love of it. And it's like, yes, yes, I love it. But I also have to change my mentality and monetize things. And I don't mind pulling back the curtains and telling you guys all about that. You know, it's something that it's a labor of love. I love doing this. I've learned a lot by hosting 260 plus episodes. Uh, it's a lot of time. I've had a blast meeting people, uh, getting to know myself better, family, my girlfriend, all that. I mean, like I've really been, been, uh, been able to look inside the old window into my soul and see what I'm doing right and wrong. In this episode, I don't know, I come off a little needy, but uh, I just wanted to let you know. So I'll, I'll, I'll reference it. So what, I was, what, I, what, I, what I'm foreshadowing is this conversation I have with Tasha where I tell her I had a show a few nights before Christmas in Cincinnati and we got home from the show. And by the way, it was a, it was a good show. I wasn't, I wasn't the strongest performer. I certainly wasn't the weakest. I went in there, foreign territory, did a show. It was great. It was, I had a lot of fun. But we get home and Tasha's parents go, oh, how was, how, how was it? And, and her response was, oh, the show was great. And my, my beef, and I know this sounds like semantics, is yes, yes, the show is great. But I think it's your duty to tell your parents how I did so they don't think I'm just some bum because they've never seen me perform. So I know it sounds super insecure to be like, you need to give me affirmations and tell me I did well. Look, I know I did well. I know it's a kind of taboo for a comic to be like, oh, I crushed. I had a good set. I had a really good set. People liked it. It was good. Whatever. Not the point. The point is that her parents don't know. Like, I don't make my full-time living doing stand-up. That's not where I am yet. I'm looking forward to that. 2018, I definitely want to make the most of her made doing stand-up. Definitely. Podcasting, stand-up, creative stuff, taking photos with turtles in Mexico, whatever the fuck they need me to do, your boy's going to show up and do it. As long as it's not, you know, Ubering. I'm done doing Uber. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so, so my, my point was, just tell your parents I did well. Oh yeah, Dave killed it. Dave, you know, oh, he really related with the audience. He's doing well. He's on a hot streak lately. Things are going well. Like, give them something to think that you're dating a guy that's worthwhile, because it's weird. They don't ask, they don't know about the they don't ask about the podcast because sex is a little kind of taboo, you know, with old with the with parents and things like that. They don't really know what I'm doing with my professional life. Uh, you know what I mean? Just like hey, so my that was my point, which was probably lost in all of it. Just to be like. I, yes, part of it is the love language of wanting the affirmation, but part of it is wanting the affirmation in front of others. What does that mean when I want her to tell, to, to do the, to sell it so I don't have to, so I don't have to be like begging people to subscribe and share with their friends. You do it so I can play the good cop. Do you know what I mean? But um, I know, I know, I know it's semantics and I know to her and to people, some people listening, they'll go, Dave, you're, you're getting really nitpicky about it, but I'm just, I'm just pointing out afterwards not in the moment like hey why couldn't you fucking believe in me more i'm just afterwards pointing out that i think what i would appreciate is for um, a little hype man i need a hype man in my relationship don't get me wrong guys you know i do that all the time for her you know i to be like, oh she's killing it she's doing great oh my gosh she's so busy she's working hard this and that i lo- like i tell everyone on the podcast and everyone else because i'm i don't know i just it's just part of my team spirit where you're um the more you the more you promote 
your friends and your loved ones and everyone around you, the more you kind of uh, bring them up and they bring you up and all. What's the saying? Uh, Rising tides raise all ships or something. I never knew what that saying was. I, always, I like to end each intro with me fucking up a saying. Anyway, I felt the need to um, to get a few of those things off my chest before I release this episode. So it is a day. It is a half a day late. Sue me, please. Wouldn't that be great? Uh, you're suing Dave. Uh, what's the what's the cause? Well, he didn't release his episode till ten hours after the normal time. And um, anyway, folks, have a happy new year. Be safe. Don't don't be afraid to have sex with a stranger if that's where you're at in life. And um, just uh, tell me about it. Write me a story. Hey, yeah, let's do that. Tell share. Tell me how your your New Year's went. Okay. I don't care. There. Listen. There's no wrong answer. I don't care if you're. Uh, if you passed out early watching Mariah Carey botch the uh, Dick Clark New Year's Eve special, I don't care what it was. Tell me what you did on your New Year's. Be specific. Details are always funny. What did you drink? What did you eat? Are you celebrating it with somebody? Is it what you expected? Are you ushering the New Year in in, in a positive way? Let me know. Sexactuallypodcast at gmail.com. Hope you guys enjoy the episode. See you next year. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sex Actually podcast. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, grab yourself a cold ginger ale, and join us in the basement of Tasha's parents' house in Kentucky, United Ooh. States of America. That woo, that um, C-minus woo, can you give us a better woo? Give us a good energy woo, Tasha. Wake us up. Woo! <laughs> woo! That's how we end sex. Uh, we, uh, to, to no one's fault, uh, we're, we're in a pretty zened out mood. We've just been sitting in hot tubs too much. Yeah. I want to say we've hot tubbed every single day since we've been here, except for maybe one. I'm on a two, two hot tubs a day. I wake up, have coffee, have a little hot tub, take a little dump. (laughs) Not in the hot tub, I hope. No, before the hot tub. (laughs) And then I use, I have a, I have one specific hot tub jet I use to clean out my butthole. That's not even... (laughs) Don't joke about that. I'm that's, not joking. <laughs> that's pretty gross. What's interesting is it's uh, day five of us going in this hot tub, and the waters are getting murky, as it were. Yeah, those waters were crystal clear when we first arrived. I'm yeah. going to blame it on you. The hot tub is a good uh, example of what a relationship looks like. Day one, hot tub looks good. The jets are pumping. The water's crystal clear. Day four and a half, it's milky, murky. That's water. it. It only takes four There's days crumbs for at your the bottom of the hot tub. to fall apart. Day four in a hot tub is year four of a relationship. Are you saying we've got crumbs I'm at the bottom the of the relationship? I'm saying the water's milky. We've got a milky <laughs> discharge. The jets aren't working, and the water's down to our ankles. We've got a puddle we're sitting in with I'd a sputtering, sputtering tub. I'd say you're we're doing all right. It's the day after Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy holidays, Kwanzaa, uh, Hanukkah, whatever the fuck you need to celebrate to feel like you are part of a communal existence on this planet. Congrats. To say something. <laughs> I don't this is why we don't see. Okay, we're going to spin this. We're going to polish this turn into a generally a healthy direction. But for those of you listening, I always say that. If you didn't listen, you didn't hear it. So I'm just, well, I should not say for those of you listening. No, just talk. You talk. You Let's talk. put the pressure on you. You talk. Say something. Go now. Go. I would go. like to uh, express my gratitude for ALA. 
Uh, thank you to the makers of AL8. Now that's a Kentucky-based or Cincinnati? I'm going to say, uh, I don't know if it's from Kentucky. Let's see. I mean, I feel like it's actually opened by, owned by like a big soda company nowadays, but... It's, it's pretty what do horse I know? shit. Oh, it's no, a it's, horse shit. What are you talking... It's from Winchester, how much Kentucky. Sugar, how much sugar is in there? 120 calories. Uh, that's one can of soda, and it's how many scoops of sugar? 30 grams. 30 grams of sugar. So that's uh, thir- that's 120 calories. It's a calories. delicious drink. And if any of you out there have not tried Ale 8, track yourself down an Ale 8, and uh, it's going to change your life. Put a little whiskey in it. See, most people listening have no idea where Kentucky is. We are in northern Kentucky, uh, stone's throw away from Cincinnati, Ohio, and um, we are not far from Indiana as well. All the states in the center of this country kind of all squished together like we squished together into into that hot tub butt to butt it's weird when you're sitting in the hot tub and and like and uh you accidentally touch someone else's toe like i think i touched your dad's toe that's weird it's weird you don't know whose thigh you rub it up against you're on one side your sister's on the other your brother's across from me and then that's four sets of toes just sitting there in the murky milky waters <laughs> Anyway, so let's do a little Christmas review here. Um, and not to mention edibles. When you throw an edible into the hot tub, that's a whole nother ball game. We're talking a whole nother ball game of vacationing with your in-laws. That's next level. Next level. You didn't want me to bring edibles, but um, by the time you're listening, they're probably legal across the country, right? Country or just a state? No, California will be completely legal January 1st. Here's the, here's the deal. If you can convince, all you have to do to make edibles legal is give one to every congressman. All you need to do is have one edible. I'm not saying one of those giant marshmallows where you're on cloud nine for two weeks straight. Just a little chocolate-covered espresso bean. You pop one of those in, and you just wait. And you wait, and you wait. And the next thing you know, like, so here's what happened the other night. I had a show, the 22nd. The, uh, by the way, my name is Dave Neal. Welcome to the podcast. I don't always introduce myself. Tasha Courtney across from me. Uh, wh- what what happens, uh, I've noticed with the edible, is I had a show. So I took an edible maybe four hours before the show. And then I went in the hot tub for maybe two hours. I think you're supposed to go in the hot tub for 15 minutes. I think that's what they recommend. And they're always like, and don't drink anything. And then we're in the hot tub having, you know. Bourbon cream. Bourbon cream drink. (laughs) Your mom makes. Your mom's bringing up the alcoholic in both of us. She just wants us to have a good time. She's making it a delicious, if anybody out there is looking for a nice cocktail recipe. What's the um, distillery that makes the bourbon cream? Do you remember? Buffalo Trace. Buffalo Trace makes this delicious bourbon cream. You mix it with a little root beer. It's like drinking a root beer float. Is it 50-50? It's, you you know, at your own discretion. Tasha's mom has a heavy wrist when it comes to pouring beers. (laughs) Heavy. She made me a pineapple martini the other day, and I, I literally got cramps every 15 <laughs> minutes for four hours. I thought, and I tried to, I tried to take a shit. I tried, I tried to sit in the hot tub, shoot the old bidet up my butt. Nothing <laughs> would help. I had severe cramps. Maybe that's why it hurts. You think, you think the, uh, the hot tub not putting a jet? Well, I've mentioned <laughs> this on the podcast before. There isn't a guy listening to this who hasn't stuck his dick into a jet. Into a hot tub jet, it just hasn't happened. But the next level game is if you can if you can get your uh, your ball bag on top of a jet, just a light little 
like Rocky training in the movies. This is so vulgar. The speed bag where you're just hitting the speed bag. Imagine that in the pulse level of your your old meat and potatoes, your beans and your frank. Just flapping up against the shit. You're so gross. Anyway, so try the hot tubs. Um, okay, I had a bone to pick here. I wrote it down. I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. Um, that's a, that's a, uh, you know what, I, in today's climate, I don't believe that song is, uh, is okay. Hashtag me too. I think Santa Claus, uh, was in a position of power and he shouldn't try to kiss mom, especially after providing gifts. Clearly mom wasn't consenting. Agree or disagree? I think you're just talking out of your ass. I right saw now. mommy kissing Santa Claus underneath the mistletoe last night. Who set up the mistletoe? Did Santa Claus set up the mistletoe? The whole point is that Santa is dad. That's okay, the whole well, point of the song. We have young listeners here that might not appreciate. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Yeah, even if Santa Claus is dad, it's a trans... Okay, you didn't want to... Okay, go. you got to go take improv class again because you didn't want to go with me on that one. I liked it. Maybe mommy accepted your sexual advances due to the fact you were bringing gifts, in which case consent certainly couldn't be given. Did I lose everybody? Yeah. I think I lost you. You need to, you need, okay. And here's another beef I have. So I, I accidentally got high before my show, which was a fun show, but it was a small show at a, um, what would you call it? A performing arts center. It was basically like a, it was basically like someone's house show. But, um, anyway, no one who listens went and I kind of glad you didn't go because it was small and already packed and you didn't need to be there, but they, uh, you know, they didn't have a microphone. So it was like probably the second or third time in my life I've had to do stand up without a microphone, which is totally fine. Just yell at people. But I actually like got really high beforehand accidentally. So it was kind of trippy to be on stage. Not even really. What are you doing? You're not even like, uh, put the microphone up to your... I thought this story had a point. I was just waiting for it. Well, the point is, is I didn't, your parents asked how the set went afterwards and you said the show is great. You never told me how I did on my set. When I Don't know, you think you got your panties a little bit in a bunch over nothing? Don't you think you're just making up things to be annoyed with at this point? Well, I think sometimes, um, it's good entertainment to find something to be annoyed about. I think you're being a little sensitive. But I also wonder because what if what if you said Dave had a great set? You should have seen him, killed it. And I'd be and and, I, and my response would be, oh yeah, I did all right. I stumbled on this thing, blah blah blah. Because I don't even remember, like you know, I I had some shit fall real flat. I, I yeah, you know, there's always something you could pick apart. But don't you see the difference between me, like oh. Mm, yeah, man, he fucking killed it. Oh. Your parent, like, like, I'm staying with your parents. We left to go do a show. Doesn't that, you know what I mean? Make sense? Come on, help me out here. We're gonna air this. I think you're making this <laughs> a lot bigger of a deal than it was. It's not, it's not a big deal. I'm sorry for missing the distinction between them asking about your set specifically and not the show specifically. Say they were, say they weren't asking about my set. Say they were just asking about the show. Wouldn't it behoove you to to uh, sell them on the fact that I'm not the worst person in the world at, at the career path I've chosen? I I understand this is probably cringeworthy, and I sound like a, a, the biggest, most insecure person in the world, but it's just an example. I just want some love. Like, I'm begging you for it. Love me. 
hold me. Pull my dick out of the jet if it gets stuck. Like, th- like <laughs> come on, talk to me here. I'm, I'm really pulling teeth now. I know we just got back from the vet and the dog yeah, had a bloody toe from getting his nails cut, but I'm really pulling at straws for you to talk to me. I know, no, for those people listening. No, but you just, you've complained ever since I got down here. For those of you listening, let's keep it real. <laughs> Dave is being a mega bitch right now. Yes, thank you. And he's been you. complaining That's what I wanted ever from you. since he said, let's go, let's go down and record a podcast because you've been asking me all day to record this podcast, but we had a lot of stuff going well, on. Well, let's not pull and back I, the you said, oh, Okay, we're starting in exactly five minutes and I came downstairs and exactly five minutes, and you were complaining that what about a million things, and I'm just sitting here listening to you complain some more. So once you've got all your complaints out of the system, you just let me know, and then we can get into actually having some fun. Let me look and see if there's any complaints left. All right, how about this? Well, I'll cheers my Coke Zero to your ALA ginger ale, and we'll get this thing started. Cheers, and then a wink and a kiss. Okay, I got the wink. Ooh, sexy wink. I'll tell you what, a wink, uh, a wink holds up over time. That was a sexy wink. You see how I changed my wink? You see how I changed my mood there? All I needed was a little Tasha Courtney wink and I got the old balls rumbling. (laughs) You see the balls rumbling? Do you understand my point? No. Okay, but just listen. Nobody does and nobody cares. Okay. Nobody wants to listen to you complain about nothing. People do understand. You just made up something to be upset about. You completely took all this stuff. I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. You could have you could have rolled with me on the I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. That was a fun little bit. Hey, you want to talk? You know what's wrong with that song? Actually, is that he says, "What a laugh it would have been if Daddy had only seen." Let's be real. If Daddy saw mommy kissing Santa, Janet. <laughs> you little whore! I go, I go, I go out to Kmart for one night to buy the gifts. I come home and you're sucking Santa's dick. Now fuck Janet. All right, cool your jets. Telling you, so so Daddy wasn't there. So so Mom's uh, I guess that means Mom's a whore. No. I don't like to throw that term around, but I think no, that's the definition of a whore. Dad is Santa. What else? Everybody knows. Well, what other parts of the song? Sing the song for me. No, How's it go? I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus underneath the mistletoe last night. How funny would it have been no, if Daddy came home and saw mommy blowing Santa Claus last night? That's just vulgar. It's not funny. You've taken it beyond. It was, we had a we Let's had it wrapped so up nice and tidy. so far away from funny that it'll be funny again. No. I saw Santa I'm, I'm, finish I'm so on close. Mommy's apron. To quitting this podcast right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going back upstairs to watch some I'd crappy if, Christmas mo- I'd love if movie. It, I'd love it if you quit and then the podcast went super viral and people are like, oh, why doesn't Tasha do it anymore? Oh, that episode where he saw mm-hmm. mommy kissing Santa Claus put her over the edge. That was, she couldn't handle it. Can't take it anymore. Neither could mommy. But maybe she had to kiss Santa Claus because uh, the kid wanted one of those Hatchimos or whatever they're called. What's your favorite gift that you got this year? Come on. Your, your microphone's three feet away from your head. I know you're literally seconds, even if you wanted to say something, the microphone... What? Hello. Hello yourself. Got some new essential oils that I'm excited about. I got a new blanket, a new throw. That's going to go really nice with our place. Do you want to comment on this new, uh, these new pants that I'm wearing? Oh, yeah. These new pants that you're wearing look pretty nice. Not too shabby. 
look pretty nice. Not they too... go nice with the new sweater I bought you. Well, hold on, but we I don't want to cross promote different uh, wardrobes here, but I was I was very uh very, I'm very grateful to um to uh I want to get the Instagram handle right. Geertsen Clothing for sending me homemade pants and a t-shirt. That's nice. That is. That's, that's really worth cool. way more than whatever. So they're designed like specifically for you. Yeah, it's a skating. I think it's a skating apparel company. And uh, Jeff, it's Jeff, right? Jeff listens to the podcast. I want to look on my phone to make sure I have the right Instagram. Oh, I almost just dropped the fucking laptop, kid. Do you want to look this up real quick? Yeah, I'll look it up. Here, look up this Instagram. It's Geertsen Clothing. Am I pronouncing it right? Anyway, thank you so much for, first of all, uh, we have amazing listeners. And uh, thanks for hanging with us through this episode. Because we're, uh, you know, we're joking and jiving. We've been eating a lot of sugar, folks. We've been eating a lot of uh, Christmas peppermint bark, and when that happens, sometimes you, uh, you, you know, my brain, my brain's not as strong as it once was. Is that an Adele song? My brain's not as strong as it once was. There we I go. Surf, snow, skate. And uh, read the Instagram Same handle. Plumini, California. Yeah, and Newcastle, like UK. Newcastle, UK, and uh, and Salt Lake City, Utah. And so, is this a Mormon company that we're promoting here, or it's probably Salt Lake City because of all the snowboarding? Anyway, good looks, bro. Thanks so much. And he wrote a nice note. He was like, thanks for making me laugh. And he's like, well, bro, thanks for sending me pants and a shirt. I mean, that's from, that's one, really bro, cool. from one bro to another. It's really cool, right? Yeah. He's got a good size following, you know. And anyway, um, I just love the idea of supporting each other. So if there's any artists out there or whatever you do, whatever it is that you do, if you want to share it with us, Hey, send it our way. I was a little worried because he was like, I'll make your pants. What's your address? And I gave it to him. And I'm like, well, maybe I'm going to get uh, <laughs> caught kissing Santa too against my will. Um, I don't know. But anyway, thanks a lot, man. And I'm going to have to take a photo and tag it and all that jazz. But as of right now, I just look like a slob because we just took the dog to the vet just to get, you know, his butt clipped or sniffed or whatever they do. We should have just thrown him in the hot tub. Just throw the jets on the old basset hound and just let a... Uh, by the way, it's 20 degrees outside. That's Fahrenheit for our international listeners. It is fucking cold as shit. So if you want to go in the hot tub, you have to work up a lot of mental courage. Walk outside barefoot and then get in and then make a bunch of different noises. It's almost like you're, it's painful as you heat up for those first like 30 seconds because your body's so cold and then you get in the hot, but it's like, it hurts a little bit when you get in the hot. I've learned, here's what I've learned about myself. Here, but let me ask you this. How would you describe me as a, as a person? A complainer. You would really describe me yes, as a complainer? Yes, I would describe you as a complainer. You complain a lot. Well, what's the derivative of comedy? Is it people just saying how great things are? Should I get up on stage? But, hey, guys, my name's Dave, and boy, wasn't it nice weather today? <laughs> Everyone's friendly to me. Can you imagine Maybe my, you my mail came on time? Maybe you optimistic comedian. Yeah, it's called not being successful or funny. Oh, yeah. Things are great. Aren't girlfriends the best? <laughs> hey, everybody. You have a dog? Yeah. They're great, aren't they? Yeah. And in-laws, right? It's nice to have family from different people. That's cool. The longer you date girls, doesn't it get better? Nice. Are you saying it doesn't get better? Boy, the sex is great when you're on vacation at your, fam at your girlfriend's <laughs> family's place. Isn't that nice? Beating off in the shower. That's great, right, folks? <laughs> <laughs> Just hanging out in a hot tub, trying to get your little di dick dabbled by the jet stream. Okay, I'm out. See? It's tough. It's tough to, you know, 
I'm 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 trying to supercharge this. What are you, you What are you looking like you broke your neck for? Why is life this hard? You're not in algebra. You're, I'm stretching. You're, you're stretching. You're, you you just restrained your eyeballs from rolling them so hard. <laughs> you are the worst. <laughs> well, like, could, do people know what I'm looking at right now? People like to hear me bitch about you. That's what you have to come to terms with. That episode where you took your bra half off and you got it stuck on your neck. People loved that. It wasn't stuck. You made me leave it people while you took a picture for Instagram. need to realize how much of a hot mess you are sometimes. And I have to deal with it. Remember the other night you got mad because why did you get mad? You <laughs> what did you, you come into the little fold out. We're, we're sleeping on a fold out sofa. We've got cardboard underneath the sofa mattress because otherwise you're going to fall into, I separated my shoulder last year, just sleeping on this thing and I'm grateful for it. It's great. Blah, blah, blah. All the things you have to say before we're about to shit on it. But you come downstairs and of course, spoiler alert, I've already, my edibles already knocked, you know, knocked in and I'm, I'm passed out. And then you said something like, babe, <laughs> <laughs> you were like, um, that bathroom upstairs has really bright lights. And I was looking into my pores. <laughs> Do you think I'm pretty? And I'm like, what? And I just didn't even have an answer for like Last whatever Last night crazy I was mad at you for not com- contributing to PBR. Pre-bed ritual. Pre-bedtime ritual. Yeah, but the other day you bitched about me not contributing. And then you found out afterwards that I was I had snuck off to go make the bed. I hope yeah, you felt like really shit. Yeah, that was really nice. So you feel dumb? You feel no. dumb? You, did, did, did you have a little, uh, not all the info you needed before you could... Uh, I said, thank you for making the bed. But you still should have done it. <laughs> That's what you do. You start with... I just with, want a little help. Yeah. We're staying with your parents who do everything for us. No, but I, you know how embarrassing it is for me to be like the last one standing, picking up everything. Yeah, okay. And when my boyfriend just like ran off, it's like, not only am I annoyed that I have to pick up after my four-year-old boyfriend, but I'm embarrassed that my parents see that I put up with this bullshit. I'm only four years old. (laughs) This is pretty impressive to have a podcast since I was, what, one day old, I think. I think this is a four-year-old podcast. Anyway, I was already... We had done the late night mac and cheese on Christmas night. We were watching some movies and I had cleaned up all the mac and cheese. Okay, no, you picked up the mac and cheese bowl, but you just set them on the counter. You didn't rinse them out. You didn't put any water on it. You want cheese to get crusty? Let me ask people listening. First of all, I love crusty cheese on my balls in the hot tub. Uh, Is it the responsibility of the guest to do the dishes okay you've been coming here for four years <laughs> yes it's your responsibility now you're part of the family now you get christmas presents i do you're not a guest anymore yeah they got me good christmas presents do you do this when i when i when i look at a christmas present i immediately scan for the tag so i can properly judge if i'm gonna like the present or not why well because like one thing i got i saw that it came from target and i liked it but i was also like hmm like versus if I got it and it was are like, are you just a big snob? Is that like, what it is? Are you just a natural brain complainer? I think I'm a snob. Yes. I think I'm a snob and a complainer. I think I have uh, more expensive taste than, than my bank account would show. But you're wearing, Currently right now you're wearing this ratty old sweater. It's not ratty. First of all, and you're wearing, you're wearing your a, sweatpants every day. This is a, Babe, this is this a is Jeffrey not me. Bean. This is not me trying to be mean to you. This is not an offensive comment, but I wouldn't call you a very fashionable guy. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I think I've always done ever since I for moved. For how snobby you are. Yeah, but uh, no, I think I, I think I, I know how to wear clothes that fit me just fine. You know, 
I get my, uh, I don't know if you knew this, but I got my pants uh, hand tailored. Yeah, those are nice Jeff. pants. Jeff spells it the cool way. It's like G-E-O-F-F. -F. That's the cool way to spell Jeff. Am I spelling it right? G-off. Jeff. Yeah, fuck yeah. Jeff's a, Jeff's a cool bro. I need some more Jeffs out there. I need a, uh, I need a coalition of dudes and, and ch lady dudes out there i know I, I know we have our friend in vancouver who offered to do some uh she offered to redo our uh thumbnail like our digital you know That's or really whatever cool. but uh hey yeah hey by all means if anyone's out there and they're tech savvy or savvy with the uh, digital media and you want to throw some images at us or uh pants hey maybe make hats i don't know i'll take it send it our way artwork we're actually going to be potentially moving to a professional studio at the start of 2018 but i still think there'll be episodes done at home i don't want to get rid of that kitchen vibe with the dog you know walking around like an asshole and you know the toilet running in the background like i still want that kind of vibe you know but it will be nice if we uh, move to the studio as is the plan anyway you're see you're looking i can tell by looking into your eyes that you are at least seven seconds away from saying anything. Like if I stop talking right now. No, that's not true. But all you uh, see, it, this is a tennis match. You're just responding to things. So like, why don't you tell me what people need to worry about? You know about why first? I just respond to things? Because you talk over me constantly. So I'm out of practice. I haven't had any practice with actually free forming my own thoughts and getting them out spoken out loud in four years because you dominate every <laughs> conversation and shut me down every time I open my mouth. So, wow. th so this is a product of your own making. You, you saying that you're silenced by me, yet you never stop talking until the podcast turns on. You interrupted me in the hot tub and I let it go because I was chilling. <laughs> you are full of Yeah, shit. I was getting ready to tell a really good story and you and your sister ran away with the conversation and I was fine with that. Oh, I know. Women talking 15% of the time feels like they're dominating the conversation. How was your emotional labor dealt with for this holiday season? I feel like we've done a really good job, but hearing you talk about it, you would think that it's been a nightmare. No. Ah, I don't know about it. Well, the truth is we didn't get our, our each other our presents because you didn't want to buy, you, you, you refused to let me buy electronics because of Mercury is in retrograde or some shit like that. Well, it is currently out of retrograde. But yeah, you waited until the last minute to A, tell me what you wanted for Christmas and B, buy my Christmas present. And both of those things were electronic. So I'm not going to let you buy me an expensive electronic gift in the middle of Mercury Retrograde. Otherwise, it's going to be cursed with problems. I just want you to know this gift I'm buying you is way nicer than any jewelry you could have gotten. We're talking about the iPad Pro. Way, I think that is a way ballsier of a gift than... You know, the Tiffany whatever thing I got you that looked cool because it came in a stupid blue box. That's a problem with women. Here's a problem with women. You want shit like the presentation. There's no value attached to it. It's just a, a, a blue box. But, oh, did you see it came in the Tiffany box? Like, what the fuck is that? Do you know what I mean? Why is that valuable? Like, like I, I never understood this, that it's it, that, like, a, like, a, like you would rather have, you know, a diamond, diamond ear. What did I get you last year? Diamond earrings? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't even remember. Is that last year or two years ago? I don't what, know. One of the years. Whatever. Who cares, right? Whatever it was. But if I, like, took the time to write you a nice letter, that, I know it sounds cheap, but that's worth way more emotional dollars. Well, you can do both. 
e-coins, emotional you coins. You can do both. We didn't write each other a uh, Christmas card this year, which was kind of a bummer. But um, anyway, for those listening, for those listening, <laughs> it's a, whenever, I, whenever I say for those listening, I'm going to say something stupid because I'm still stalling for what to say. For those listening. That's just filler words. Fill, that's all it is. And then we got New Year's coming up. And um, I don't know. I pulled up some articles on... Uh, on the, the best way to celebrate New Year's for all those people out there trying to get their DW'd. Dick wet. You know what I mean? Oh, you hear that background sound? So hold on. Stall. Talk talk for a second while I can actually pull this up. Don't You don't look at your phone. I'm doing the work here. I'm trying to figure out what that feedback is, and I thought maybe it was because oh, my mom just sent me a text. Your mom sent you a t- uh, Read the text. What did your mom say? She said, is, is daddy great. home? Is daddy home? All right. You're, you're, I was going to say your age. You are not... <laughs> Are you we calling him daddy? <laughs> Did she say his daddy Mom home? Mom said that. Mom said his daddy home. Read it. Is daddy home? She probably said it in a voice. Is daddy home? <laughs> wow. That's the truth. How does it feel that? <laughs> I got nothing, folks. Hold on. Hold on. You know what? I listen to plenty of podcasts where there's a lot of dead noise. And I'm just I'm just asking for you to to let us stumble into the New Year's. Don't don't no. See, she's clutch. She's using her three fingers to clutch the bridge on her nose between her eyes, like you have some deep migraine from you know mothering seven children and you just got out of the mall. You're doing a podcast, babe. Five tips for hotter sex during the holidays. Are you ready for this? Yes, I am ready. I'm okay. ready for this. This is by Men'sHealth.com. Um, uh, men's health asks sex and relationships expert Dr. Laura Berman for some help navigating the emotional and physical waters. Hey, physical waters of a sexy holiday season. Step number one, stick your dick in a pump. No. Stick your dick in a pump. <laughs> take it as a challenge. Berman knows that the step number one or uh, take it as a challenge. That's a stupid subject. Berman knows that trying to fit sex into a schedule filled with family, presence, and food can be tough, especially if you're traveling, but that doesn't mean it's impossible. Instead of feeling frustrated by having your in-laws around or by sleeping on a pull-out couch... Oh my gosh, this is literally written for us. <laughs> Instead of feeling frustrated by... Did I write this? What if I wrote this article and forgot? Instead of feeling frustrated because daddy's not home by having your in-laws around or by sleeping on a pull-out couch. Be willing to look at the situation with a sense of humor and a competitive spirit. Okay, universe, you want to find out if I'm going to be able to have sex with my wife, even with all these relatives around and all this holiday stress? Game on. Uh, spoiler alert, no. That <laughs> We haven't had... We haven't had uh, I've been having sexy dreams, though. You've been having sexy dreams? I'm a little pinned up. Let me ask you, am I in the sexy dreams? Not you. <laughs> Who's in the sexy dreams? <laughs> no. Nobody's in the sexy okay, dream. Bullshit. Just l- say right the before, sex dream. Right before I woke up last night, I was dreaming about like trying t- to like sneak into a dressing room. That's not how my sexy dreams go. How was yours? I'm banging the cheerleading squad. Oh, what? Tell goodness. me. Tell me about it. Let's I really don't sexy remember. Dream. I don't remember all of it. I just remember I was like trying to like sneak into a dressing room to like get some action, and. uh with who? With a guy? Oh, or solo? I really don't remember. I think it was kind of both. Is it? Would it be weird if I had a dream where I was like, you know, some? I'm not f- saying that you were absent from it. I just really don't remember. It's foggy at this point. It was a y- while ago. I don't ago. think you have dreams. I don't think you have dreams about what you know. So like, you know, you know what I am. So like, I can't hate it if you have a dream with like a fireman saving you from a fire and he takes you to some bale of hay and bangs you out. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, what am I supposed to do? That's uh, not me. 
in the in the dressing room dream it was like the walls were only like up to like my neck and people were kept like looking in did the lady was, like, give you kids, like a, a some number? kids were like playing basketball outside and it was like all the dressing rooms were like lined up they were like long hallways and i was like just trying to like find a an area that, that was like private and there's like kids running up and down the hall and there's like other people changing and like even your dreams are stressful yeah it just sounds like stressful like it was, yeah, it was stressful. black friday literally and uh <laughs> i'm at an h&m did you have to wait in line to get into the dressing room yeah i did and i had to roll the whole rack of clothes in there did they give you a number like seven you can I only don't bring remember. six it was, uh, a, it was a complicated dream like my dreams always are why I, I don't remember. It was just, you know how like one dream bleeds into the next? Like the first was dream was... Was that time was, of the month dream? It, the first dream you was have like... You a sex uh, dream, but you're on your period and you can't finish the dream? No. Is that some woman? I don't know. No. Nope. Guys, guys don't have that. I had, I had a, a few weeks ago, I had a... I, I, and this, could, this could have been a first ever. I had a double wet dream. Double wet dream. That's pretty amazing. What does that say about you that... I got to come in my dream. Twice. Twice. <laughs> and it sucks because every guy listening, it's not like a normal thing, but every guy's had a wet dream and you go and you, you wake up and you go, oh, I think I came. And then you look down and you go, yeah, I fucking came in my dream. And it sucks. But hey, that's life, folks. Let's not be ashamed by it. I mean, it doesn't suck. I remember the first time I remember, the first time I remember having a wet dream, I had sex with Britney Spears. This is, this is 1998, Britney Spears. This is, uh, I'm a slave for you. <laughs> or that's all I know. I'm a slave. Okay. You're hurting everyone's ears. What's another good Britney Spears song? I don't know. What's toxic. the one where What's she's like on toxic? Mars? Is yeah, toxic. toxic and yeah. I uh, think No, I think the red leather suit is the slave one. No, it's not. That's cultural appropriation. Britney Spears should not be calling herself a slave. No, anyway. that one is like a Martian or something. Anyway, uh, Christina Aguilera's Dirty, that music video, that was the closest thing you could get to porn back in the day. You didn't have porn. You had Christina Aguilera singing, I'm going to get dirty. <laughs> yeah, however it goes. But you're really not supporting me. I thought you'd jump in on that one. You don't know Christina Aguilera? Yeah, I do. Anyway, so... so um. What, uh, aside from not having like too much personal time, do, do you feel weird trying to have sex at your parents' house? Yeah. You're like weird talking about it right now. You're I an adult. am. I feel like my dad's upstairs listening. Well, please subscribe, rate, and review. <laughs> please, a five star. Clean out the uh, filter in the hot tub. Uh, what, what, what's, what's, talk about it. What, what's what the hang up? What do you mean, up? talk about it? What's the hang up? Are you kidding me? You're okay. You're okay being romantic in my parents' house. Yeah, it's not my parents'. So, but not why, judging me. Yeah, why do you think... <laughs> I'd like, you know what was actually nice was your dad introduced me to somebody as your boyfriend. Because I think the first time I was here, they introduced me as your friend. Oh. As if we were like a gay couple. And I was like, oh, that's Dave's friend, Todd. <laughs> it's like, no, that you actually introduced me. Like, I'm actually, my seventh visit here, a part of the family. Uh, maybe they just wanted to make sure it was serious. Can you really judge them for that? Yeah. Well, they're like, well, it must be serious. They're not having sex anymore. <laughs> on the pull-out couch. <laughs> What's the hurt? So you'd rather you'd rather dream about some dude in a dressing room than get a little nookie on? No, I actually... You I know I got that I Catholic no-sound sex going on. <laughs> you know, I got that quiet, barely-breathing <laughs> guilt sex. Like, I'm, I'm well aware of how to have silent sex. 
Nothing nothing about me is screaming like keep it down, Dave. I actually sort of thought that both of my parents would be working this morning and we might have an opportunity. I went upstairs and my dad was making pancakes. Yeah, I was masturbating. You went upstairs and I said, all right, I'm going to crank one out because I'm not going to rock around all day by the Christmas tree with a Woody. Like, I'm not going to do that. So I was cranking one out and they crank one. Uh, and then I go upstairs and they're making pancakes. And I was like, this is vacation. <laughs> you crank one out and then you get some apple pancakes. You're going to tell me to bleep that part out. But I'm not. I'm keeping it. What are you talking about? All right. We only got through one. Let's keep going. So All right, this, is speaking, this is speaking to us. This, I mean, we're literally yeah. staying on a pullout couch. Okay. Two, get creative. You might not be able to have your normal sex with a partner, but that means it might be a great time to switch things up. Get Tasha's sister down here. I'm kidding. Uh, get creative. Join her in the shower while the kids are downstairs baking cookies with grandma. Pull her into the laundry room during a holiday party when no one is paying attention. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Although. Okay, step three. Let's skip on to step three. Jeez, Wow. I want to learn some things. Plan ahead. Plan ahead in order to make sure you have everything you need, whether it's condoms or a sex enhancer. Did you bring condoms? She just looked at me like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Um, Bring along anything that will, quote unquote, help you make the most of these stolen moments. Step four, keep your partner in the mood. Oh, geez. I'll be throwing chocolate at you the whole time. You can't expect holiday sex to just... chocolate (laughs) blueberries. I got some chocolate blueberries for you over here. Uh, you can't expect holiday sex to just happen. Instead, you've got to make sure your partner is feeling it. Make sure you channel that passionate, desiring energy towards her, even as you are shopping in the mall or wrapping gifts. Hold her hand, give her a shoulder massage, make her laugh, and yeah, most importantly, I could use carry a shoulder your weight. Right now. Take things off her plate yeah. so she has more time and energy PBR. to think about sex. Yeah. First of all, yes, I wouldn't mind I wouldn't mind if you upped the butt pinching. Uh, dirty words in the ear. Really, you're not feeling enough PDA. I gave you a little. I gave you a little flick of the bean underneath the blanket the other night. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You don't have to. You can touch my. You can. You can grab. You can grab a guy's dick or balls or his ass, and it doesn't have to be like we have to fuck now. You can just be like, oh yeah, that's my sausage. That's my Christmas sausage right there. <laughs> you can. Okay. All right, this is all very good advice. I'm digging this. Would you do that? Do you think that's sure. good? I like PDA. You do? Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah, you you wouldn't know because I well, never Well, yeah, get you're doing any. it in a dressing room with some guy in your dreams. <laughs> I love PDA at an H&M. What the fuck is that? You you like PDA? Uh, you're really just now learning this four years in? That you like PDA with yes. me? Yes. Yes. I don't even think you're attracted are to you me. Are you kidding me? No. Maybe I just feel unattractive on the inside. Maybe subconsciously I feel unattractive because you never show me any PDA. You, I will jack you up on the sink upstairs and kiss you. I swooped you there. I'm very good at managing those little cute moments. I jack you up. I do. I jack you up. I don't think you actually like PDA. You you understand that means public displays of yes. affection. Yeah, I do like that. Okay, well we're gonna go. We're doing the Christmas I think lights I know tonight. What I like. <laughs> Number five, the holiday hookup. Unfortunately for single folks, the holiday hookup is pretty hard to pull off. That will likely end up leading to disappointment or lots of wasted time on Tinder. Uh, but there are a few things you can do to put a little bit of spice into your season. Uh, what the fuck? Set an intention that set an intention that you're going to channel that sexy. This is for single people. Well, 
if you're really committed to getting some, of course you can. Uh, going old, old flames can. Oh, going for old flames can get messy. That means no ex-girlfriends or former hookups. Yeah, that's actually very good advice. If you want to avoid entanglements and keep from leading anyone on, seek someone in the same mindset as you. Someone who simply wants to enjoy a sexual encounter and then be home before Santa Claus eats all his cookies. That sounded kind of sexy. Santa Claus eating cookies. Santa Claus eating mommy's cookies underneath the mistletoe. Mama's sugar cookie. Grabbing her gingerbread man and flicking him back and forth till it's engulfed. What are you talking Vacillating. about? Vacillating. All right. So we got our advice. This feels like a three-legged race where we're not on the same yeah, leg. Yeah, I'm really I'm struggling. Yeah. Well, that's part of life sometimes. Uh, shit on the podcast. I mean, I'm going to air it. We're at 39 minutes. Hey, folks, if you're driving around and this is what you're listening to, you know what I was thinking? You know what I was thinking? I could be a millionaire if I made uh, $1 from every download I've ever gotten. Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. But I don't. But what I could use is everyone who's listening, here's my goal for 2018. Let's talk resolutions for a brief minute here. My main goal for 2018 is to channel more love and energy into the podcast. I know you're like, oh, Dave, but you're shitting on things the whole time. No, put the fucking microphone back in your hands. Jeez, no one can hear you because you put the mic down. Very cocky move. She just puts the whole sound system down. Anyway, look, I'm, I'm saying that I'm grateful and I'm trying to make this my thing and then I'm shitting on it. I want this podcast to go to new heights. What I would like for you to do, uh, my friend listening, is uh, take out your uh, significant other's uh, cell phone and hit the subscribe button. Give them something to do. Have you done that, Tasha? Do you tell your friends to subscribe to this? I am subscribed to this. Well, you're a host. I talk about it all the time to people that I meet, and usually they do subscribe, but I guess I could be a little more pushy. Yeah, you got to see. Yeah, that's you're not you're uh, and, and this is a compliment. You're a you're a conscientious person. And sometimes that uh, that wheel doesn't get greased if it ain't squeaky. You know what I'm saying? Get that squeaky wheel some grease. Tell your friends to subscribe. This is of value to them. They get to hear a different side of us. Talking about us shining up each other's cookies in the hot tub or whatever it be. Being a slave. Do you understand you're not doing like there's yeah, a... Yeah, I feel it. You feel it. Okay, so so just open your mouth and let something come out and then I'll respond <laughs> to it. I'm good at responding to things, but you know... Cattle prodding for 40 minutes is tough. You were talking about resolutions. So I was just waiting for you to get to the What's point. What's your biggest resolution? I don't have a resolution. Don't you think that's a passive sort of... No, I don't. I've never been good at doing a New Year's resolution. I really haven't. I've ne never done one. What kind of limitation is that? It's not a limitation. I would just rather like make a vision board and have lots of goals for this year. Like I, I like to set <laughs> goals and intentions. Okay, you don't want a resolution. But I don't want to have a single resolution. People, I don't know. Just know, okay. A, I don't know anyone who's ever made a resolution come true. And well, B, not I don't want to limit bottle. myself to just one accomplishment. Okay. You said, you just said it yourself. You don't want to set resolutions. You'd rather make a vision board and list goals on them. Yeah. <laughs> what are your goals? <laughs> just what is it? All right. Well, goals are different than resolutions. Okay. What are your New Year's goals? You <laughs> fucking <laughs> semantic person. Well, I think I've got to sit down and, and look at... Um, my finances and pick a number for how much money I want to make this year. And Are you, uh, you want to break into uh, another figure that you were before? 
Yeah. I wanna... Yeah. More decibel points. Amen to that. Yeah. So I'm going to um, pick a number for how much money I want to make this year. And I think I'm going to pick a couple travel destinations. Is that and... all you have to do is pick a number? Have I been doing it wrong? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I definitely want to make a quarter million this year. All right. So that's your number. Now you have to focus on it all the time. Folks, please share this with your friends. <laughs> okay, so what else? So travel destinations. What if what if I have a place I want to go to? You got to pick uh, last year's travel destination pretty much. We picked it together. But you started off with Greece. We ended up in Colombia. So it's kind of like if I were to say go, say Newcastle because I wanted to go to the Geerden Clothing. Am I pronouncing it right? Geerden? Geertsen. Geertsen. No, yeah, Geertsen. Geertsen. If I want to go to the Geertsen clothing uh, factory in Newcastle, um, would you want to go there or no? Like, well, what do you I want to go do? to Scotland. It's not that far. Well, Scotland, might Go to Scotland Yards. Let's do Aye. Scotland and Ireland. And uh, It's pretty underwhelming. Let's go to Scandinavia. Let's just do a whole trip of that part of the world. How about, um, how about uh, what's the place that Milani is from? Should we go over there? Nah. What's it called again? Um, Jeez, I've been talking about it every episode. We have a listener over there. I know, and I, now I, I want to say si- Siberia. Slovenia. Slovenia. There it is. I don't want to go to Siberia. Let's go to Slovenia. You want to take us on a tour through Slovenia? That is a different area of the world than all of the. Okay, so you want to make you want to make a lot more money. You want to travel. What are I you going to do to like? What do you want to do to get there? What What do you think is going to be the thing that gets you over the edge? I don't know. But that's not important for me to like micromanage and try and figure out. I think you just have to like really set your goals and then follow the breadcrumbs. But obviously you're not sitting in bed all day. So what would you recommend for thinking big? Well, the first step and honestly, I think the hardest step is just the thinking big. Like it's hard for us to imagine like, you know, you just said, okay, I want to make a quarter million dollars this year. Well, for me, I had to start small. Like I've been doing this for a few years now. It's like, okay, this year I want to make this amount of money. Next year I want to make this amount of money more. This year I want to make this amount of money more. And like, you have to like, you want realistic and achievable goals to like set you up for believing in yourself. And then you make those goals bigger and bigger and bigger. Well, one of my goals this year was to get rid of my credit, my debt. Your debt? Yeah. And I did. So good. It's just, it's about setting a goal and then achieving it. And like, you know, it's not like I'm saying you just sit on your butt and do nothing and your goals will be accomplished. But when you have a goal in mind, like a specific goal in your heart, that's very important to you. Then like the world conspires to make it happen. You pick up the extra hours. I do this job that I don't want to do. You know, it's like you, you, when you have that goal in mind, like you work a little harder to achieve that goal. If we hadn't, said last year that we were going to take seriously traveling you know that traveling was like a big goal of mine for last year it was one of my big things we we conspired to make that happen if you don't have that goal in mind if we didn't have that goal in mind we never would have spent all of that time Colombia once yeah but we never would have spent all that time online looking it up and planning the whole thing's a headache not only is the expense like sort of prohibitive for a lot of people but you know, it's just, it's the headache of it all. So the planning and the, all of that, if you decide you want to do this, this is something I am definitely going to do this year. Then like none of that stuff gets in your way. You just make it happen. You decide, okay, what's in my budget? Where can we go this year for this amount of money? Let's make it happen. Let's look at hotels online. Let's send emails. Here's where I struggle. I struggle with limitations. Now you're a good example because you work for yourself. You make, you make a very good living and you kind of 
are able to manage yourself and do your things. What I struggle with is the more creative stuff I do, the it's a you know the brick wall that we talk about isn't meant to keep people out. It's meant to show you how bad you want something. That's the old Randy Posh quote. It's meant to show you how bad you want something. And what I do with comedy is very saturated. Your market is saturated too. But there's 50,000 podcasts. There's 50,000 comics waiting in line. This one comic just posted he waited three years to get up at an open mic at the comedy store. I don't got that kind of time. But I'm, I'm like a ditch digger mentality. Like I'm a brick builder. Like I will stack brick after brick of side jobs to make ends meet. But I think that works against me. I think I don't put enough value into what I can actually offer. And that way I spend all my time and energy and resources making my money on my side job when I could be just writing more or spreading the love more with this podcast and promoting it more. How would you, how would you react to that with what I should do? Like, so, so, so anyway, my goal is to have enough downloads a month to where I can have advertising and that can pay for all of my side jobs. And then I can actually focus my time and energy on performing stand-up. Well, that's sort of, we've had this conversation before and I think you're hitting all the points that I've hit for you is like that there's a finite amount of time and a finite amount of energy that you have each day. And so you have to spend it wisely. Um, I think that the way that you're framing it, talking about it right now is sort of like, well, here's what you've been able to do. You've been able to find a way to make in one hour what it takes me a hard day's work to make. And I'm happy for you. I, I want to be, but I want to join you. Here's the thing. It's like, it's sort of a snowball effect. So really all you have to do is get the ball rolling. You get this ball rolling down the hill and it's bigger and bigger and bigger, and bigger snowball. My balls are stuck in the jet of the hot tub. But you have this um, negative, you have these negative speech patterns and this negative framing and this negative outlook and this negative frame of mind that's not doing you any favors. True. Like it's a simple I think uh, even if it's just a starting place, even if it's just a stepping stone to start by like focusing on how you are talking about these things. Like you're saying there's that you have to work this many hours to make this much money. You're saying that your creative things aren't paying you any money. Don't say that anymore. Don't say those things. Talk about how much even it's like fake it till you make it. It's law of attraction. It's the secret. It's all of that. It's, it's saying, oh, I'm, I'm making so much money on this. This creative endeavor is going to pay off so big. Yeah. You have to always find the positive spin and put the positive spin on it and frame it that way. You've got to take all of those See, negative words and negative vibes out of the equation because every time you think that and say it, those are powerful things and you're putting it out into the universe. Yeah. I, I just, believe I pick my number and I say it over and over. This is, I'm going to make this much money this year. The hard part for me is that headliners make money. You know, 8,000, 15,000, 50,000 a weekend. You don't make much until you're at that point. So what's hard for me is I understand that is a limitation, but that's what I'm dealing, that's a reality of what I'm dealing with. So I need to find a but way to make money. But who says it has to be that way? That's the thing. And I don't care it's how it makes the money. Who says it has to be that way? We just, I showed you the article the other day, neither one of us read it, but you know, I was talking about the guy who's, who's about to be YouTube's first billionaire. That's if you insane. had asked anybody 10 years ago how they plan on making money doing YouTube videos, they wouldn't have had a clue because it, it didn't exist as a thing. Just because traditionally stand-ups have always spent their first 10 years being broke 
doesn't mean it always has oh, to I'm be on, that I'm way. I'm on the top 1% of all stand-ups of all time. That it, that it, you know what I mean? As far as like not living out of my car, like it's a real sad. I mean, from the Jim Carrey. But Perry's that's what I'm saying the, is talking about like you you don't. We have this weird thing, and I don't know if it's just this country. Well, I guess not. It's sort of been since the beginning of time. But the whole idea, the whole concept of like starving artist, really bothers shame. me. Shame. Because you don't have to be starving to be an artist. It's almost like we don't take it serious. Like it's not as valuable or not as serious or whatever it's it's like we um give it extra credit it gets more weight if this this artist has struggled like the vh1 what was that vh1 um show back in the day e true hollywood story okay it was e e true hollywood story and they show stars before they were famous and the struggles that they went through to get there Uh, it's romanticized yes it's romanticizing this idea of like being broke or being starving or coming from this like humble beginning or over or achieving you know getting past this setback which yes is a part of life every single day and everybody's going to do that but we don't need to romanticize struggles we, you know, it's, it, you don't have to be, yeah, no, you I don't mean, have to live out of your car and be nearly suicidal to be a successful comedian. You don't, ha- you know, you don't have to do it that way. I guess what I want is that I already know I'm doing all the creative stuff I want to do. I just want to find a way to that, have that translate. I'm not, I'm not, and I'm not even asking, I'll, I'll probably never ask people for money, but that doesn't, but it, the, the way, obviously if, if, if everyone who's listening to this had two friends, listen, this would be my full-time job. And that's just, so, well, so, but that there's an easy way for you to ask right now. I don't think that any one of your listeners would begrudge you telling it about telling two friends about it. I know. And a lot of, and, and, hey, and, listeners, can you tell two friends this week can you just do us that favor and tell two friends this week about this podcast they should better than telling them is taking their phone and going hey chelsea um you have the podcast app because you have an iphone or you have the podcast app because you have a droid or because you're a human being um okay i'm going to type in sex actually don't worry about the title it's not you know it's a little nsfw whatever it's about a guy (laughs) are we ready to go awesome thanks i was just about to say something not safe for work, and then your <laughs> and then your sister walked down. <laughs> that would have been the ninth reference I made to sticking my dick in a hot tub. Oh, well, I'm glad you didn't make that reference. So okay, so we got to wrap up. Yeah, we got to wrap up. Okay, but so I think you need to get your thought out because you were on something good. No, my thought. Okay, my thought is just that, like, uh, I know, like, I know where I'm at, and I'm and I, I I'm 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 ready to pull triggers, and I'm not trying to have the limitation, and I'm trying to be an example for others who are trying to pull triggers too. And, and it pisses me off because I'm not some twink uh, writing recap videos. I mean, I do that for Bachelor, but there's people out there that have found a way to make, you know, make, uh, make, make money in this industry. And I'm, and I, and, and I believe it's good to always believe you're talented, but I believe I'm light years ahead of some of these folks, but like, you know, sometimes they just, they just trip the algorithm and I'm just saying, Hey, you know what I mean? Share it with your friends. Let's get 2018 off to a hot start by, by, you know, the way the algorithm works. Don't tell me to wrap it up. I'm trying to wrap it up. That's going to make it go slower. Are you leaving? At least say goodbye. And then I'll end this thing. All right, come over here and say goodbye. Cause I know you're going to take 15 extra minutes to get ready. I'm ready to walk out the door. Um, my point is this, that I know it comes off insecure to be like, well, but these people are doing this and I'm not doing that. Well, I'm just saying this. I know what I'm doing. And I know that, you know, if, if, if we can tap this into the right numbers, 
uh, then it does not, it's no extra work that we have to do. It just can be more fun. We can have more people kind of, uh, part of this party. So anyway, say goodbye. Wish everyone a happy new year's. Are we going to do another one before the year's over? What, what's the date today? No, this is it. This is, is the this last is one the for last 2017. One? Wow. Unless we squeeze in an extra one. And we might, maybe I'll do a short one. Maybe not. Go kiss a stranger folks. Ask for permission first. Don't, uh, don't be in a position of power or authority. Don't whip your dick out unless, uh, unless they, uh, tell you to, I guess, which is weird. That used to be the go-to move. You get rejected. You just whip your dick out. You show them you don't need them. You go fuck a hot tub like a real man. Hey, what do you, what do you want to say to people? I want to say Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy New Year, and I can't wait for 2018. 2018, big things. We're, uh, we're going to podcast from other countries. We're going to, big things. Are, you know, I, uh, for, for the sake of uh, ending this uh, train wreck of an episode, I, um, which is fine. I'm okay with uh, not coming off too polished. Sometimes I'll sit there with a coffee and talk for an hour, and sometimes I look at you and, you, and I can, uh, you know, I don't know what the fuck I want to say. That's what that's that's what four years in a relationship will do. You look at each other and you go, I don't know what the fuck to say. But anyway, Tasha, to you and to everyone listening, it's been a pleasure having uh, you part of the team. It's been a pleasure uh, getting getting to know you. And uh, everyone, be safe out there. Don't be an asshole. Don't drink and drive. And um, uh, put a condom on if you are fucking someone you don't know. Or don't. I don't know. Do whatever you want, I guess. Whatever you guys agree to. Uh, But if you do have a kid, you can name it Dave and um, tell it to subscribe to the podcast. All right, folks. Have a good one. See you next year.